0: Another week of Run Talk SA. I'm Brad Brown. Thank you so much for joining us uh, and downloading this weekly podcast where we talk about running from a South African perspective. And some good news, some great news, actually, uh, is that we are doing the maths. Just on nine months away from the 2015 Comrades Marathon. And in the build-up to 2014, we did a whole series of webinars uh, in the build-up to that race to help you uh, get your Comrades medal. We've had some amazing feedback. And I've literally surveyed hundreds uh, of our audience with regards to what they loved about the webinars, what they didn't like about the webinars, what we could improve on, and what they'd like to see us adding uh, in the build-up to Comrades 2015. The good news is I've taken all those survey responses to heart. We've looked at each one of them and looked at how we can make what we do better for you. So on the 22nd of September, it's just over a week from now. It's a Monday evening, South African time, 8 p.m. We're going to be doing a webinar, right? And I'm going to be telling you exactly what we've got planned for you in the Build Up to Comrades 2015. I am super, super, super excited. I think it's going to be amazing. We've got some cool plans, some cool things in the pipeline that I think are going to help you in a big way uh, to get your medal. uh, medal. And the cool thing is, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you can access these webinars. So what I want you to do is head over to this URL, okay? It's runtalksa.co.za forward slash 2015 comrades. Just go and check out what we've got planned there, register, and we will send you the details on how you can access that webinar. Uh, It is runtalksa.co.za forward slash 2015comrades. I look forward to uh, chatting to you then. And just sharing with you some of the great plans we've got and what we're going to be doing for you in the build up to comrades 2015 so uh, let's get into this week's show on run talk sa talking to one of south africa's premier uh female runners she is in sublime form right now she ran a 10k just a a few weeks ago that was uh, the third fastest ever for a south african and uh yeah just really chuffed to have her on the show this week it's been a while uh, since uh, I've been wanting to get her on and just never got around to doing it but we've got her today and so I'm talking about Yvette van Sale. she is a fantastic runner she's married to another one of South Africa's top track athletes uh, LJ van Sale. we chat about that this week as well <music> Joining us this week, uh, as mentioned, uh, one of South Africa's top elite female runners. Uh, She's in unbelievable nick at the moment. Uh, Yvette van Selle. Yvette, welcome on to Run Talk SA. Thanks for taking the time to chat to us. Thanks for having me. Yvette, I mentioned you're in Great Nick at the moment. Uh, you are running so well. It's frightening. You, you've just come off a win at the Mandela Marathon in in uh, in in, P- in Pietermaritzburg. You've also just come off an incredible 10K uh, at one of the Spa Ladies races. Uh, you must be feeling pretty good about your running at the moment. Yes, I think I'm uh,
1: quite excited about the running and I'm quite amazed at- my achievements, uh, not this weekend but the previous weekend, so I'm pretty happy and confident um, for
0: my next marathon. Yeah, the, the next big one, obviously you're targeting Cape Town Marathon, uh, it's going to be an amazing amazing race and uh, as far as the preparations have gone, I'm, I'm taking it, things have gone uh, according to plan because you're just putting in such good times. You, you've made a couple of changes as far as, as, far as coaching and that goes, you, you've got a new coach and, and things seem to be working out quite nicely.
1: Yes um definitely. um, the change of the coach is quite working out well. I'm with Lindsay now, and then his um his program is quite adapted good to my body and um, I think I'm quite excited to preparation has been good, and I'm quite excited uh, for in two weeks time less than two weeks time to run Cape Town Marathon. so hopefully we can um improve on times there, but the main goal is just to do my best and just try and uh, run a SIP two thirty will be great. But um yeah, I'm quite excited. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean it's it's going to be sub 230 would be absolutely amazing obviously you've put in the the hard work and in the build-up to this one but let's talk about that 10k the other day i mean that was just absolutely sublime i mean you equaled uh, zola buds uh time i mean you basically you crossed the line 3220 which which is 30 seconds off your pb which is which is huge first of all uh but i mean that that time that zola bud clocked was back in 1983 i think you, you you one of the top three fastest female runners 10k times here in South Africa. Uh, t- tell me about that 10k run and how things worked on the day because everything must have just clicked.
1: Yeah, it, um, I actually didn't expect that because we were training for captain mass and so the mileage was quite high and we had quite a hard training week in that week. So I just wanted to improve on my thirty three forty nine that I ran ran two weeks before that on the total sports Durban League. So that was the goal to go maybe Lindsay told me I think I can go under thirty three, but we thought it's thirty two high and um so on the day when the gun went it just went really well it's uh, the legs were just feeling good and it was one of those races that everything just went well so when i crossed the finish line i knew i'm going to run a 32 but i didn't want to get my hopes up what 32 i'm going to run so i was just really happy i am going to run on the 33 when i crossed the line i saw it's a low 32 so i was really amazed and happy and just felt blessed because i had a few rock patches this year that I went through from last year actually with um, a knee injury so it just worked out on the day and I really feel blessed to have done it.
0: Yvette, yeah, sorry I said it was at the Spa Ladies but it wasn't, it was at the, the Total Sports in in, uh, in Stellenbosch. I spoke to Lindsay, uh, your coach Lindsay Parry after that performance as well and Lindsay said to me that you said you felt really comfortable that you could have actually gone faster if you if you, if you had known you were on such good pace you, you could have actually smashed it a, a bit harder.
1: Yes I could have but uh, because I checked my kilometers because I really tried the last decade because I had so much energy left. I really tried to run it out, but unfortunately, it's one of those reasons when you cross the finish line, you're like, damn, if the race is just maybe a <laughs> half marathon, because I could have gone forever that day. So because I checked my kilometers and because I was in the lead so quick, I slowed down um just uh after 3K, so my 4K was a 330 pace. So if I just didn't slow down there, if I just maintain a 310 pace, I've got to run a sub 32 maybe on the day, but you never know. It just happened like that and worked out like that on the day. So, but yes, I really felt good. And I think um, it's quite exciting because I know now what well, I can do on a 10K. I never thought I'm a fast 10K runner, but maybe I can still do fast 10Ks and um, the goal is actually the marathon, but now after my 10K PB now, I think maybe I'll do more 10Ks and see if, how far can I go.
0: Yeah, I mean there's only two two South African ladies who are quicker than you over that distance and that's uh, Colleen DeRueck and uh, Ilana Meyer. So you're, you're in very good company there. Let's talk about the, the Nelson Mandela Marathon, Yvette. I'm taking it the goal wasn't to go and win that because it's fairly, fairly close to, to, to Cape Town Marathon, which is your target race. What happened there? I mean, did you just go out, feel good and say, hey, I'm in the lead. So we might as well see if we can make this one stick. Or, or is it a bit of a risk racing, racing so close to, to your goal marathon, which is Cape Town?
1: Well, coming from the day before I ran a t- hard 10k, so that wasn't the plan at all. I just had a three hour long run on my program. So in the week, me and Lizzie discussed maybe to, and with Nick, maybe to do rather a three hour long run on Mandela Marathon because I didn't want to waste it on a 10k because it's quite my last long, um, long load. So, um, yeah, we did, it's actually just the week before that we decided to go do Mandela Marathon and then, on the day I didn't even warm up, I just stand on the line and just started so I thought my leg's going to be tired because I didn't even cool down after uh, Pretoria's leg because it was a rush to the airport and uh, yeah from the get-go I felt like the pace was too slow so I just and we were running four minutes okay so I just controlled myself because Nick also told me the route is very difficult. And I have to go slow the first half because otherwise I'm going to die the next half. So I was just like chatting to myself in my head, just telling me, don't go too fast, don't go too fast, because I was really feeling good. And I'm still excited from the Saturday's win, so I actually didn't sleep the night before. So, um yeah, so from halfway, I realized, okay, I'm still in second position and I'm really feeling comfortable. And, um, the guy told me next to me, you know, I can win this. And I told him, no, it's not time to win this. I must just go easy. And, um, when uh, I was thinking of, uh, maybe like closing the gap on the girl that's leading. So I checked the how, what's the distance between us in seconds. And I was checking the third time. And then all of a sudden I was like thinking, ah, I'm caught catching her. And then we got a heel again. And then I caught her. Like just, I was still thinking of catching her. And then I just caught her. And uh we got a long hill, and then uh I realized the last ten K while well, my legs are still feeling fresh and I can run the record I saw on the time and um I was working out I'm gonna run at two fifty two and I think I just got it too excited at last ten K and just dipped under thirty seven minutes for the last ten K but I still felt comfortable. I just just didn't think of um Yeah, I just uh, wanted to, if you think you can win it, you can just, might as well just go for it. But um, I was still running within my um, comfort zone, so it just worked out.
0: Wow, I love that. Running a 37.10k at the back of a marathon in your comfort zone. Hervet, I, I wish in my wildest dreams to run like that. But uh, yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. Hervet, let's just take a, a step back and, and look at uh, sort of where your running journey began. You, you obviously grew up in a in a running environment. Your godmother was uh, a Comrades Marathon winner, Francis van Black. And uh, I'm, I was actually just busy doing the maths. Obviously, you were still very little when when she won comrades back in '92. You were five, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, t- tell me, I mean, has that has that played has that played much of a of a role in your athletics?
1: I think definitely. Well, she started the year that I was born, so maybe that was a sign. Uh, so um, she always, when somebody asked her how long is she running, she asked me how old am I because that's how long she's running. So, um, yeah, and I think uh, she always gave her medals to me and it was just, it looked so good to have a medal and I always just got her medals, so that's why I started running because I thought I don't want her medals anymore, I want my own medals. So that's why actually I started running.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. What an amazing... Did she give you her comrades gold?
1: No, she didn't <laughs> give that one. <laughs> uh, I got a trophy from the comrades. I got a, a winning trophy, so I got that
0: but um not not a medal <laughs> that 's awesome Victor, I have to ask you as well i mean you to 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 be able to run at the level that you run you you 're obviously very competitive you you're married to l j Sail, one of one of south africa 's top track athletes he 's obviously very competitive too to to be able to do what he does. Uh, be, being in a relationship with someone like LJ and, and, and being exactly like you are, I mean do you, do you find that the two of you are competitive, you, do, you obviously don't run against each other because your distances are, are are vastly different, but do you find you competitive just in your, your daily life with each other?
1: Yes, I think we are quite competitive with each other. I'm not that much competitive, but Alzo is quite the competitive type, especially when we just, he tells me now he wants to do like a 3k jog and then we end up running faster than 330 pace because he doesn't want to lose. And I just like, it's a recovery run, don't go so fast. And so he's quite competitive when he jogs with me because sometimes he can run 3k with me, but Yeah, he really gets competitive and uh, sometimes he helps me with a few of my sessions, but he will never let me pass him, so it's always we're on the right pace, but uh, when I want to pass him, because I've got also the competitiveness, he will have an extra gear and never let me pass him, so (laughs) I think it really helps that we are both competitive, but um, I think it really helps that we don't do the same distance.
0: Yeah, I'm sure, and and I mean, as far as disappointment goes, when, when you're an athlete, sort of at the top of your game in, in whatever field, there's obviously times where your your performances don't go according to plan. I mean, you've had you've had disappointments in in your career. LJ has as well. Is it is it difficult to to live with an athlete, or does it make things a bit easier because you understand exactly what they're going through?
1: I think it makes it a bit easier definitely because um, when Alder had not a great 2014 season I know how it feels to not run great and um, it's just you need some quiet time, you don't want to talk about it too much, so that is as an athlete I understand, so you don't want to fuss, ask too much questions you know he just needs a bit of alone time and he'll start talking to you when he's ready, so I think that definitely because all athletes is basically the same if they run bad they um, have to have a bit of their self-time, their me-time to, like, just realize what went wrong and what's the faults that went through and just changes to be made. So I think definitely that helps
0: without a doubt and then you, you mentioned you, you struggled with injuries and, and that's probably been one of the, the, the big things in your career I mean it's, it's probably scary to think what you could have done if you haven't if, if, if you have managed to stay f- sort of injury free throughout your career but let's be honest you have struggled over the years uh, at the moment you you, you injury free touch wood things are, are going really well but what advice could you give to someone who, who battles with injuries about coming back because that's probably the most difficult and most frustrating thing about running is when you do have an injury and and not being able to run, knowing that you really want to.
1: Yeah, I think that's really the most uh, frustrating thing about the running is the injuries, and I've got my fair share of injuries already in my. Um, well, I call it call it a short career, but it's uh, it's uh, been quite hectic. But my best advice will be is um, when you get injured, nobody believes anymore in you, and it's just you that believes in yourself, and it's you that can make that change again and come back because it's um there's uh all the like questions and everything and all the um everyone always asks questions when you run bad and when you're injured but nobody really asks questions that much when you're running well they just think you're over racing or doing something like that wrong again so but uh, i think it's just believing in yourself and just um, realizing what's important to you and um, enjoy it because if you're not enjoying it why bother
0: yeah exactly Yvette, as far as those injuries go, i mean you say you've had your fair share, you've had more than your fair share in, in your career well, what have you done differently i mean it's been it's been a, a sort of period now where you, where you you seem to be injury free have Have you changed anything that 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 you think has made a difference to to that?
1: I think listening to my body is quite important because um, being an athlete, you can be quite um, tough on yourself and you think you're always training too little and wanting to do more and more. And I think to do more is not usually the best thing to do for your body. And especially with uh, me that's injury prone, I like getting injured or my body likes getting injured. So I think it's just training smart and just listening to your body if it feels broken down you have to give it time to recover and rest up and I just think um recovery is a big part of what I'm doing now and it's really working because in I think my previous years of training I didn't have enough recovery and I think that broke me down more and running on sore legs the whole time just get yourself injured faster, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, not Not enough people sort of believe in, in rest and recovery. It is a huge part and an important part of, of any training program. Yvette, obviously Cape Town Marathon is the next sort of immediate goal for you. Looking ahead long term, what, what's on the cards for you over the next sort of year, two years, four years? What are you looking at?
1: Well, I definitely want to qualify for 2016 Olympics. And that will probably be me and Alja's last Olympics together. I'll probably run on but um, he'll probably stop then but um, that's really important to us as a couple to both be there in 2016 and do well and um, then short term next year um, to in 2015 I really want to run London Marathon again and really want to set up a time because I think um, Cape Town is just um, giving myself a chance, a fair chance of just um, showing myself what I can do in a marathon after a long injury and I think next year will be a whole different ball game again because then I have trained longer and I feel more confident and I'm definitely want to run a fast time next year on London.
0: Brilliant. Uh, as far as distance goes, I mean, what what would you say is your sweet spot? Where, where do you reckon you, you, you're the best at?
1: Well... I didn't think I'm good at ten k, but that I have proven wrong, so um, um well, I really want to prove myself on the marathon, I think that will be my ultimate distance, but um I'm not yet there, so I'm still proving myself, but I think my favorite distance is half marathon that's where I feel the strongest on.
0: And I have to ask this question, I hate asking it, and you've probably been asked it lots as well, Uh, but uh, South African road running scene is is obviously geared around the Comrades Marathon and everyone sort of talks Comrades, Comrades, Comrades. Is it something that's on your bucket list, do you want to run it one day?
1: I think I definitely want to run it one day, but uh, unfortunately I have a knee that um, I have to look after and really nurture like a baby. So um, I'm not sure if Comrades is up for me in my cards, but um, I really want to improve myself in the marathon. And then if I can um, do the distance, I'll definitely do the um, Comrades one day.
0: Yeah, one day, one day when you're old, Yvette, when there's no yeah. more racing left in your body, then you can go and plod through Comrades with us at the back of the field. That's my advice to you.
1: Thanks, I think I'll follow that.
0: I'll <laughs> <laughs> we have more fun at the back of the field anyway. You don't talk to anyone, you guys in front, you've got to stick to yourselves. We have all the fun at the back. You should come hang out with us at the back sometime. Okay, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yvette, Van uh, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate uh, you giving it to us. All the best for the last uh, few days ahead of the Cape Town Marathon. Good luck for that race as well, and we look forward to chatting again soon.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Well, that's it for Run Talk SA this week. Thank you so much for joining us. And don't forget to check out that webinar, okay, runtalksa.co.za forward slash 2015 comrades. That's where you can get all the details. I look forward to sharing uh, that time with you on the 22nd of September, runtalksa.co.za forward slash 2015 comrades, okay? Uh, If you do listen to this podcast through iTunes, I mentioned it a while ago, we've had to change our feed address, unfortunately. So if you were subscribing to it and it doesn't come to your device automatically anymore, please, would you just take two seconds and resubscribe just hit the subscribe button Uh, all those issues have changed and sorted out we just changed websites and that's what caused the issues so uh, if you wouldn't mind doing that just subscribing again if you aren't subscribed at the moment and while you're there just leave us a uh, rating and a review as well it helps other people find this podcast on iTunes so from myself Brad Brown until next time have yourself a great one I'm off to run the wild run uh, down the wild coast of South Africa I leave tomorrow which is Wednesday the race starts on Thursday If you don't know the Wild Run, uh, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. Uh, 100-odd k's, just over 100 k's, uh, three-day trail running along one of the most spectacular pits of our coastline here in South Africa, running from Kai River Mouth all the way up to Hole in the Wall. Uh, I'll pop a link in the show notes uh, for this episode of Run Talk SA. If you want to go and find out more about the Wild Run, uh, go and do it. It looks amazing, and I can't wait to share my thoughts with you next week here on Run Talk SA. Cheers.